Mm. I'd like to offer a few uh, instructions, some guidance uh, in meditation this morning before we sit. Uh, A general um, instruction or invitation is uh, to bring a sense of ease into your practice. So, um, so ease uh, without slackness. Uh, ease in the sense of non-striving. Um, not, uh, not kind of fixating that I, I need to get somewhere or accomplish something or, or do something some idea of something, but just uh, relaxing into the moment. Um, As I mentioned last night, just relaxing in the body is such an important part of practice, of arriving. When we're tense in the body, we're holding. That's what tension is. It's to hold. Um, And uh, so there's something that we're grasping, there's something that we're holding. That we're clutching, and uh, and and it's it's deep in the body. So over over time in practice, the body just uh, becomes relaxed and and open, uh, receptive, sensitive. So the relaxation of the body is a way of sensitizing us to to really um, to really listen to notice, to be present within ourselves and around ourselves to, to what's going on, what's emerging in each moment. <coughs> and um, and so, so there's a, there's a, a fine balance, um, the relaxation, the ease, and, and at the same time, attention, uh, presence, you know, listening. Listening is is an activity, so we can use the listening, not literally listening for sounds, but that just that that sense of uh, what's 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 present, what's coming up. And it may be a sound, um, but it may be something in the heart. So, um, uh, so what what gets in the way of this um, <clears throat> this openness and presence and awareness uh, is uh, is our habitual fixation on a sense of ourself, and it's it's a false sense of self. It's an idea of self. And um, and and uh, there there is in in a very natural way a, a very kind of rudimentary sense of self that that arises in which you know which which helps us in living our lives. So um, we think, oh, I'm hungry. I need to feed myself, or I. Uh, these shoes are too tight, you know, I need to uh, get a new pair of shoes. Or, so there, 
And, and this is developmental. This emerges uh, at a very early stage of, of our, um, our development as a child. <clears throat> but there's so much more that we build on top of that um, about you know, what kind of self, what kind of body, what kind of mind, what kind of, what kind of activities... Um, what kind of appearance, uh, um, what kind of purpose in life, all of these things that we create, a sense of, of, of story about a self that comes from many, many conditioning factors, from our upbringing, from our culture, uh, from perhaps our, our religious formation, uh, many, many factors go into uh, this, this story that we create of a self. And, um, and so it, this always puts us in struggle with life because life doesn't conform to our story of, of our self. Uh, and when life doesn't conform to our story of our self, that we should be um, admired or that we should be uh, uh, liked by everybody or, or perhaps if we have other kinds of conditioning factors that, um, that we should be you know, always in opposition to the rest of the world or, or that nobody will like us or nobody will be kind to us. And so, so life, however it manifests in, in its myriad and unpredictable ways, uh, will be in opposition and in contradiction to the story that we create and cling to uh, about ourselves. So, uh, so as we as we practice, uh, and as we open to uh, a deeper and, and more universal, more open and inclusive, um, boundless sense of, of being, uh, which is who we truly are. We're not separate, not isolated, not insular, not, um, you know, ourself, oneself against the world or oneself against all the others, um, or needing to somehow dominate or, or impress or influence the others. We are in, in flow, in connection, uh, in interdependence with life. So to open to this, real, to a realization of this truth uh, of who we really are, uh, which is a heart opening and a mind opening, a consciousness expanding uh, realization. We need to begin to see our stories, the stories that we repeat to ourselves, the stories of self that we create again and again and again. And in meditation, these, these stories come up. They manifest in the mind, and um, and normally we believe them. You know, 
I thought it, it's true. Right? So uh, it's actually not. So many things come up in the mind, and uh, and um, and what we think is uh, is not necessarily true. In fact, usually isn't. It's just a thought. Um, truth is known on a deeper level. Uh, is truth is known through non-cognitive awareness, not through conceptual awareness. We can we can bring in useful ideas. It's not that ideas are are useless. I mean, we're speaking. I'm speaking in words. I'm conveying ideas. Um, so it's uh, and we you know we've been inspired by books and you know Dharma books and other books that we've read, poetry. So it's not that words and ideas are useless, but that we we need to stop fixating them as the conveyors of truth. They are, words can be, and ideas and thoughts can point to something, but the truth itself is realized non-cognitively in, a, in the heart, in the body, uh, in the whole being. <clears throat> so, so uh, I'm encouraging you to bring awareness to the body, to come out of our heads, to, uh, to come to the heart, to come to the belly. Um, the, the belly, the chakras, is, is known as the creative center. The heart is known as the, the center of, um, of love and connection. And, and bring a deeper sense of beingness into our meditation. A, a, a more open, uh, less, less um, compartmentalized. See, in thoughts, there's always, thoughts are always dualistic. It's either good or bad. <coughs> it's either right or wrong. It's either beautiful or ugly. It's either perfect or imperfect. And so when we're holding on to ideas uh, and ideas of self, including ideas of self, you know, we're always excluding. And, and in that excluding, we always feel precarious. There's always a sense of instability. Like, you know, yes, I like this, but what about that? You know, is that not true? Is that really not true? Is this really true, always true? Um, and so, so in thought, we're always divided. We're always dividing reality. when we bring our attention inward um, into the space, the inner space of the body, we find uh, this openness, this space, the silence, 
with stillness, which, which is um, aware. There's an awareness in that space. Awareness is not mediated through thought. Awareness is in the whole being. We don't, we're not aware just in our brain. You know, this is a common uh, idea we have, so brain-centered. Um, we're aware in the heart, we're aware in the body, in the space of the body. And the body actually um, is a, uh, a really um, wise and loving partner in our journey, in our practice. When, we, um, when we're present in the body and when we're, we bring this attitude of openness and listening and sensitivity to the body, the body begins to speak to us. And, and so we can ask the body, you know, what, what do you have to say to me today? You know, What's going on? What's going on in the body? You know, we can we can begin our meditation, and you know, and we begin the meditation, and and it's it's always good to begin by just coming in to feeling the body sitting on the on the earth, feeling that stability, and getting a sense of the whole posture. You know, and as I said, the posture should be stable and balanced, with an uprightness in the spine, a a um, an energized um, and uh, a, a kind of a commitment to to bring that that straightness and and uh, an upward energy through the crown of the head, and then let the whole body relax, and and then we feel the breath. So that's a great way of coming into the body. And then just entering into that inner space of presence. And yeah, then the mind will will, uh, go into habitual patterns of thinking because that's what the mind does. So, so, so then, when we notice that, we can bring our attention into the body. So there's something driven in the mind that's happening. You know, maybe it's planning. Maybe it's, um, maybe it's remembering something that happened long ago. So, so future, past, thinking is generally past, future, you know, or, or ideas about self, ideas about others. And so we can bring our attention just and say, what is that in the body? How is that experienced in the body? So all of this, you know, anxiety about what I have to do in a few days after this retreat. So, you know, in our minds we're we're already through the retreat and, and back into life, I mean, that's normal, people do that. Um, we, we're still holding things. Uh, 
you know, or going over and over again something that happened. What's in that? So, so, um, so that means that we we have to be willing to to as a as a dear friend, as a beloved. Um, intimate to to really be present with what the body is saying and and very often as we really listen deeply um, the body is telling us about pain that that uh, she's been holding he's been holding um, so so we often need to open to pain because, because normally most people, most people who uh, are caught up in living in the world, are turning away from the the pain of the heart, the pain that's felt in the body. I'm not talking necessarily about about you know physical pain because of an injury talking about the energy of, of grief or loss or sadness or, or loneliness. And, and when we give space for this to be known and received, you know, we're afraid to just sit down and listen. You know, as, as we may um, avoid conflict in our daily lives with people you know, in our families, oh, so and so's mad at me. My husband, my wife, my kid, my my parent, you know, is mad at me. I, I don't want to deal with it. Well, um, we avoid that pain of listening to the body in the same way, because um, pain is painful. Pain is not pleasant. We tend to want what's pleasant. It's very natural so so we but healing and uh, and movement and um, uh, and allowing whatever it is to move to, to another place comes from opening and being present with so in the body we just open we move into a sense of just being the space, being that space within which whatever is emerging is known, is received, uh, with love, with, with kindness and compassion, not judging, really just receiving in the body, not needing to fix, not needing to problem-solve, not thinking that one's life is a problem to be solved, but just uh, allowing each guest to arrive and be welcomed. There's um, a beautiful poem by Rumi, which probably many of you have heard, uh, called The Guest House.
This being human is a guest house. Every morning a new arrival, a joy, a depression, a meanness. Some momentary awareness comes as an unexpected visitor. Welcome and entertain them all, even if they're a crowd of sorrows who violently sweep your house empty of its furniture. Still treat each guest honorably. He may be clearing you out for a new delight. The dark thought, the malice, meet them at the door laughing and invite them in. Be grateful for whoever comes because each has been sent as a guide from beyond. So we could even say this being human is a guest house every moment a new arrival because this flow of experience comes and goes, especially when we are not clinging to it, not clinging to it by attaching to it, identifying with it, or resisting it. So the joy, the sorrow, the meanness, the anxiety, We welcome them all. So they're known. Each one is known. We're not turning away. We're not we're not spacing out. In this spaciousness, it's not a spacing out. It's not a zoning out, a detachment, an indifference. On the contrary, it's it's an intimacy, a welcoming, a presence with. And yet there's a not, not an identification. There's a Zen saying, guest and host are clearly distinguished. So this sense of, of being the space of knowing, being the knowing of each arrival, um, knowing it's arriving and, it's, and knowing it's passing away. So, so in, our, in our meditation, we can just keep coming back to that. And then we notice that the mind is really into the whole story and into the judgment and into the identification and it's getting lost. And then, oh, oh yeah, okay. Uh, how does that feel in the body? How is that in the body? How is that being known? How is that... How is that living in me? How is that manifesting in me in this moment? And we begin to see that that experience is just moving through, changing, emerging, passing away. And there is an awareness, a knowing of ex- the, the passing experience which doesn't change like the, the uh, often used image is you know, the sp- in the space of the sky the, the clouds move through the storm moves through the rain moves through 
but the space itself remains unchanged and the space in the space of of the sky there's room for everything does anybody have any any question about that a question about how do I practice with that? You know, when I sit in meditation, what do I do with those instructions? Do you have a sense of, of how to work with that instruction? So some of you have been practicing for a long time with the breath. And the breath keeps bringing us back to the body, and that's good. But instead of narrowing the focus on the breath, on the breath, you know, and using the breath as a way of excluding, you know, because that that can, you know, that's helpful at a certain point in practice, because it can give us a a sense of uh, of stability. It can collect the mind, collect the attention, um, which maybe was scattered. So, so, so no longer using the breath in a way which, which uh, kind of excludes, but, but using the breath as a, just a reminder, a kind of a, a coming back to the body, and then, and then opening, and, and really listening and being present with the flow of, of experience as known in the body. So we may experience thoughts, but then bring the attention, investigate, investigate in the body. What is that expressing? How is that expressing itself? How is that living and manifesting in this space, in this inner space, in the stillness, in the stillness and silence? Remember, I talked yesterday about stillness, silence, and space. So in the stillness, in the silence, in the space, how, how is this being known? You know, do we feel a contraction? Do we feel a heat? Do we feel a sinking feeling? Do we feel a tightness in the heart? And just being in, with that, that's okay. That's just the language of the body. Expressing what's passing through, what's moving through. So what happens when we just hold that feeling of sinking or that tightness in the heart? You know, as we, with kindness, with compassion, with presence and attention, you know, are just with that, what happens? Does it change? Does it move? Does it open? Does it intensify? And we don't need to interpret it in the mind. We don't need to say, oh, well, that means that. No, just being with that, that language in the body. Another language.
And as we begin to 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 rest more and more in that sense of space, in that stillness and silence. A shift begins to happen so that we're not always identifying with the stories, with the with the mood, you know, with the the momentary feeling that's passing through. We recognize it as as passing through. It's another um, poem by Rumi that I'd like to share. Actually, memorize this one. It's called This We Have Now. This we have now is not imagination. It is not grief or joy. This is not judgment, a momentary sadness, or elation. Those come and go. This is the presence that doesn't. It's dawn, Hussam, here in the splendor of coral, the simple truth of what Halaj said. What else could human beings want? When grapes turn to wine, they're wanting this. When the night sky pours by, it's really a crowd of beggars, and they all want some of this. This we are now, created the body cell by cell, like bees building a honeycomb. The human body and the universe grew from this, not this from the universe and the human body. So this we have now, this is available, this presence, this openness, this simple awareness, this this being with, so if you need to um, shift your posture get up for a moment you can do that Um, we'll be sitting for about 40 minutes Um, so uh, just just quietly, you, if you're ready to begin the sit, we can just just move into meditation, and uh, and as people settle, the room will quiet down.
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.